kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast about fictional father figures. Uh, joining me this week is YouTuber The Great Clement, and we are talking about the um, the one and only Eggman, and that's that's who he is. He's the Eggman. If I've learned anything from Sonic Adventure 2, it's that he is the Eggman. Um, and I think he <laughs> has a master, master plan. plan. Yeah. <laughs> God, that song's been stuck in my head all week. But um, <laughs> I have been watching. Um, I guess if folks don't know, um, you uh, you do a lot of Let's Plays, and a lot of those have been of the Sonic series. And um, I noticed as I was watching through a lot of them that you are a pretty big Eggman fan. I think he's the best character in the game by <laughs> far. Um, and also, I've kind of realized that like he is like you made a comment in one of your your LPs um, about how they do actually have one canon parent character in one of the games. So there's a character named Cream the Rabbit, and she has a mother who is like an actual character named Vanilla. But then you were sort of talking about how like most of the characters in the Sonic series are just sort of there. Like Sonic and Tails, who knows? Uh, Shadow is like born in a lab. Knuckles is like the last of his kind. Um, and so mostly it's like a bunch of like eight-year-old animals running around. And then you have kind of this adult man who is like this mad scientist is their their enemy. Yeah. And uh, I guess you could view all of his robots as children, I suppose. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, he does have um, – I mean he does sort of have like some robots that he favors, right? Like he builds uh, – he builds that copy of Sonic, like Metal Sonic, and he sort of – keeps rebuilding him even after it like turns against him over and over and he's like no no it's gonna work out this time <laughs> that's my favorite thing about dr eggman is that the consistent thing throughout the whole sonic series is that eggman is always like messing with forces that he can't control at all like he's always sure he's very he's got this big ego he has an iq of 300 and eggman is like the ultimate narcissist he loves himself he wants to build a utopia called eggman land which is a place filled with golden statues of himself. <laughs> it's got food based off of himself. Like you can get Eggman popcorn and Eggman salad. And they literally rearrange the salad to look like his face. <laughs> and Eggman lollipops with Eggman's face on it. And um, he's just like this ultimate narcissist. He thinks he can do no wrong. And consistently throughout the series, it's shown that like, I'm going to get this god of destruction, Chaos, the water god, and I'll be able to control him. And if he gets out of control, I have an egg carrier that can stop him. And then he doesn't stop Chaos and it backfires <laughs> completely. Or I'm going to power Eggman land. So I'm going to unleash this monster known as Dark Gaia who lives in the core of the earth, who, who eliminates humanity every <laughs> millennia. And that'll go fine. But mm -hmm. then it turns on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you would think he would learn, but I kind of love that about the character. And like, I lo I really love the games where it's treated in the slapstick way, where he, like he never learns, and he's really just like the super narcissist. His face, like you say, is on everything. Um, it's on like <laughs> it's on all of his buildings. He names everything after himself. He designs his robots to look like him, um, <laughs> and he just it sort of is constantly up to these weird schemes. It's like he's almost like this dad kind of in his garage, like tinkering with his stuff and like constantly building things. And these rowdy kids are like ruining all his plans. <laughs> they don't understand his genius. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that he has like sort of a corporate logo. Like whenever he has like the egg carrier or any of these things, he has this um, this symbol face 
that is supposed to be like based off of his 16-bit sprite from the old Sonic games. Just this big smiley face. And like when he has an intergalactic amusement park in Sonic Colors, he is trying so hard to convince the people that are visiting, all the visitors, that like, I've reformed from my previous ways. <laughs> I am totally a good guy. The animals screaming, oh no, that's how they communicate in their natural language. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> like, it's it, he's uh, he's just fun to me because he's just so zany and so ridiculously over the top evil but like he, he has his weird standards as well he has like he's he's really decent to the hostages he kidnaps and he, he doesn't want to destroy the world even if he does almost inadvertently destroy the world so many times on occasion mm-hmm. but like he has this thing where he wants to conquer everything, but like he doesn't want everything eradicated. He doesn't want to kill people. And there's this game called Shadow the Hedgehog where a whole bunch of aliens invade the Earth and they're trying to eat everybody and they're trying to destroy everything. And Eggman sees this on the news. And you'd think that like because he's a villain and because he's against Sonic all the time that like, oh, maybe he'll team up with the aliens so he could take out Sonic. But no, he sees this on the news and he's like, what are they doing? They're destroying everything. (laughs) How am I going to take over the city and build the Eggman Empire if there is no city? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like his goal is just for everyone to recognize like how great he is. Like um, I love in Sonic Adventure 2 when he takes over this big space station that has this like big just like fuck off laser cannon that he uses (laughs) to blow up part of the moon and is just like pointing it at the earth and he's like, everyone needs to surrender to me and acknowledge how great I am. And like, he's on this big screen, like in like basically like a Times Square kind of setting. And like, he's just like, like talking at them. But then there's like these words in the background that are like, Eggman is great. Eggman is smart. Eggman is genius. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. I love that. (laughs) And then then he's just, he contacts the president and he's just all, well, Mr. President, I know you're a very busy man. I don't want to bore you with the details. (laughs) (laughs) And that's weird too, because um, up until like, I think it was the first Sonic Adventure game, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, he was sort of like the only human in the games, right? Like he's sort yeah. of like, and he, it's funny because he's based on Teddy Roosevelt. Like he was supposed to originally be the <laughs> yeah. hero of like, or like the new Alex Kid, basically like the new Sega mascot. And they drew like, what if we did Teddy Roosevelt in pajamas? That would be good. Um, and then they're like, no, that's bad. Make him the villain. And he, so he was sort of like the one human who represents like uh, industry and like development. And he's like fighting all these forest animals who are like trying to free the animals that he's using to power his machines. And then they sort of like add other humans later on. Like there's the president. There's like uh, his grandfather who sort of becomes oh, a character. Yeah, yeah Sonic like, Adventure 2 expands his whole family. And, and then later – they actually established because, you know, this is dad feelings. He is going to be a father at some point. Because right, right. They establish later that he has a, a descendant in the far, far future who is known as Eggman Nega. <laughs> and uh, so at some point, Eggman must have a child unless he has a clone baby or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, and um, and that descendant, like, blames him for ruining their family name, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Eggman's deeds, like all the evil things he does, ruins the Eggman name so bad that like Eggman Nega can't be respected in the future. 
So in the Rivals games, he actually tries to sabotage him in the past as revenge. (laughs) (laughs) And the weird thing, and, like, he has, yeah, this weird grandfather, and they sort of bring back, because, like, when Sonic was first brought to the States, and maybe people who haven't played a Sonic game since, like, Sonic 1 or 2... Um, might know this character as Dr. Robotnik, which is like yeah. a name that Sega of America came up with for this character that was always called Eggman in Japan. But then when Sonic Adventure 2 comes out, they bring in his grandfather, Gerald Robotnik, um, as if like that's a normal name. And uh, and he's supposed to be like this brilliant and gifted scientist and like Eggman really admires him and like decides to go into science because of him. But then it's implied that like that Eggman's motivation to like just sort of conquer the world and like just be out for himself is because his grandfather was like betrayed by the government, which is like really complicated <laughs> and bizarre. Yeah. The Sonic Adventure 2 games definitely, or the Sonic Adventure games in general, just they definitely took what was a series about, you know, it's a hedgehog who bounces off springs and he eats chili dogs and da 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 da. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, but the Echidna tribe were murdered by this water god. And uh, Eggman's grandfather was arrested and executed <laughs> for creating this dark hedgehog <laughs> that, and creating this cannon that was going to destroy the Earth or whatever. And so Eggman's evil because he, he aspired to be like his grandfather. He looked up to his grandfather and then I guess he just wanted revenge or, or he was just mad at the world because of how they treated his grandfather. I don't know, but... <laughs> It's like it's a series about this guy who puts animals into robots and <laughs> takes away their, their not humanity, I suppose, but their their free will and everything. And it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yeah, they went really deep in that series. It was kind of strange. But um, speaking of, of like deep cuts on this character, do you know about um, there's like because there's so many different continuities for Sonic at this point. Like there's like oh, several yeah. different shows. There's like all the comics. There's like the main game series. And like I remember I had a comic when I was a kid that was basically like, the origin story of Sonic and Eggman. And like so like it was basically Eggman was like this kind of kindly old like fatherly figure scientist who was like friends with Sonic who was brown at the time. Um and, like, they do all kinds of experiments together with the Chaos Emeralds to try and, like, purge the world of evil, basically. And one of those experiments, like, results in Sonic going so fast that his fur turns blue. So that explains why he's a blue hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, like, some weird experiment where, like, or it's, like, an accident where, like, a Chaos Emerald gets caught with, like, a, a rotten egg and it turns uh, Robotnik, who is then called Ovi Kintabor, which is this uh, Ivo Robotnik backwards. Uh, it turns him evil and like, because it combines him with this rotten egg, and that's how he becomes Eggman. <laughs> <laughs> now that's good storytelling. <laughs> yeah, all of the backstories they've tried to create for this character are like very, very strange. All right, there's so many different versions of Robotnik. And uh, yeah, I think that was the Sonic the Comic, which is based in the UK, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So like there's the Archie comic, which I, I used to read a whole bunch of times in the high, in the, which I used to read in high school. And um, th- there's just been so many cartoons, you know, there, there's Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, where Robotnik is sort of like this wily e. coyote mm-hmm. bumbling oaf type who 
is really like a Roadrunner cartoon where he gets his minions scratching grounder to try and set up traps and to kill Sonic. But like it's very slapsticky and wacky and and he always has his catchphrase. I hate that hedgehog and things always blow up in his face. And then contrast that to the other show that that aired at the same time which is the Saturday morning cartoon where Robotnik is like half metal. He's already conquered the world. Oh, yeah. And he roboticizes animals differently from how it is in the games. Like in the games, Sonic can just like pop off the robot shell of someone to free them and then they're free and everything's good. But like in this cartoon, if Eggman or Robotnik puts people into a roboticizer, they stay that way forever. Mm-hmm. Like it's welded to them. It, it just transforms them completely. And it's this big deal where Sonic's uncle Chuck got turned into a robot and now he's a slave to Robotnik and he's got this pet bird that he pets, this robot bird. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It's like he's like this weird Dr. Claw dictator figure almost. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What it's, was that series called again? It's called Sonic the Hedgehog, but but everyone calls it Sonic Sat AM because it airs oh, right. Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the way to differentiate it from the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Underground and Sonic X. <laughs> right. Sonic Underground is the one where they're in a band, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it's basically the same thing as Sonic Sat AM, except Sonic has a brother and sister and they there's a musical number every episode. Oh, right. <laughs> And they're, and they're all voiced by Jaleel White. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's Sonic, Manic, and Sonya. Right, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like, there are so many incarnations of this character that sort of, like, play on different aspects of him. And, like, because the way that Robotic looks in the the sort of roadrunner cartoon is, like, totally different um, from how he looks anywhere else. Like, he has this weird triangle-shaped head and these, like, black eyes um yeah yeah he is very just like i'll get that hedgehog um but um i guess the opposite of that would be like and i hate to bring it up but when they tried to make him as sort of realistic as possible (laughs) uh, in another game just called sonic the hedgehog confusingly but um i guess colloquially called sonic 06 um what is like they try to i don't know i guess again for people who haven't really like kept up with the series looking up what he looks like in this game it's kind of horrifying (laughs) because like it's it's supposed to be in continuity with the rest of the games and it's the same voice actors that are in all the other games and the idea was sonic 06 was supposed to be the new hd next gen sonic game like everything else was on the GameCube, PlayStation 2, etc. And this was going to be Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. So they're like, what if Sonic was in the real world? <laughs> what if he was actually in like a realistic place? So then if we have realistic humans, we have to transform Dr. Eggman, not from an egg-shaped man who's really silly and cartoony, but to make him kind of realistic and you can actually see his eyes past the sunglasses and he's got wrinkles and everything. And it's, but it's, it's, it's not realistic at all. It just looks so jarring when you see him in any cutscene because it's like, you have all these normal people who are wearing regular clothes in the street and Mm -hmm. stuff. And then they cut to Eggman who's just wearing this crazy jacket and he just has the (laughs) biggest mustache in the world. It's like, what is with this guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They (laughs) tried to make him look real, but like they cupped his, it reminds me of those, um, like, whenever you see those, like, realistic Pokemon drawings, 
that just looked terrifying. <laughs> like it's like yeah. that. It, <sighs> it, it, I always describe it as like, imagine you're seeing an actor play uh, like a real life person. It, it, I always think of this and it's not the same thing, but like in Austin powers, when you see like Kevin Spacey, uh, pretending to be Dr. Evil during uh, one of those, mm-hmm. like one of the fake Austin Powers movies that they set up. It's like, it's not Dr. Evil, but it is. <laughs> and it looks weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like this uncanny valley thing going on. Yeah. Um, One interesting thing to me about, about like Eggman being the villain of Sonic is that I think, I feel like there's a bunch of parallels to Bowser. And like, I guess you can chalk that up to like, these games are kind of coming out around the same time. Um, storytelling or like, you know, storytelling in terms of like cutscenes and dialogue wasn't really a big thing for most games around that time. Um, but the characters have sort of like developed in like the fan imaginations in sort of similar ways, I feel like. Like from the first games they're in, they're just these like monsters who are just like doing bad things and turning either turning animals into robots or like turning toads into like blocks or like horsetail plants or whatever. Um, (laughs) but then they've sort of become these like goofy, like characters that fans really don't like when they're made into these like huge monsters. And like, they really just like the goofy portrayals of them. Like I'm thinking about, um, everyone that I know really loves like the whole dad Bowser thing. Um, and then also like Eggman is in these, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic games series, which is like the weirdest idea for like a mashup series ever. Um, but, and everyone loves the fact that he rides a horse and that he does like the ribbon rhythm stuff and like <laughs> these dancing things because it's just so goofy and he just wants to be the best at like these really obscure sports. Yeah. And, uh, the handheld versions even have a story mode. So like Eggman and Bowser actually team up in those games and they're actually like best buds. <laughs> Like all the people that Mar- that Eggman could get along with at the Olympic Games, of course, it's the villain Bowser, and he loves the Koopa Army, and we'll work together to ruin the Olympic Games. <laughs> and I think isn't the plot line like they're working together to ruin things because they weren't invited? Yeah, that's the plot of the London 2012 game. Okay. Like <laughs> what happened was the characters mixed up the invitations and accidentally lost them. And Eggman and Bowser take this as like, oh, they just think we're going to win all the events because they know we're, we're all that good. <laughs> so because they, they're spiting us, they're being biased and they're just like favoring their friends and they're ignoring us. So we're going to ruin the Olympic Games because Eggman and Bowser were going to win the golds and they they stack the deck against us. <laughs> That's so bizarre. I'm still not over the fact that there are like five of those games like that. You know, this is um, one of like the oldest rivalries or like uh, things that fans have been obsessed with in gaming for like for decades, like Mario versus Sonic. Like, oh, who's better? Who's faster? Who's stronger? And then eventually in like the mid 2000s, they're like, oh, well, you can find out, but they're not going to be fighting. They're going to be participating in the Olympics. And it's like an official Olympics game. Yeah. So weird. Um so you mentioned before that there's like Eggman Nega in the future, so like that implies that Eggman like has a kid at some point, which would be an incredible narrative for a game, I have to say. Like if you were like Eggman trying to like control your like rowdy son or something. Um <laughs> or vice versa, like you were trying to like 
go on missions to like get his approval and stuff. Um, because that's one thing that kind of sucks about, um, about, well, I guess Shadow the Hedgehog in particular, um, which, I mean, there's a lot not to like about that game, but you're playing as Shadow, who's like this sort of anti-hero, like grim, like not evil hedgehog, but just like, he's like the dark Sonic, um, because it was made in the 2000s at a time when like, that was a very popular (laughs) move. Um, and like, you can sort of work with Eggman for a bit, but like, there's no ending where you really like, are like, yeah, like, let's work together. Like at best, you can like take over his army and then you kill him. Like there's like several endings in Shadow the Hedgehog where Shadow just kills Eggman. It's so horrible. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of demand for, for a Sonic game where you're like working for Eggman or like a Mario game where you're like Bowser's like Koopalings or whatever. Um, But you mentioned like before we started recording and this is something I didn't know about that he has like, in the comics, he has a like robot daughter or something. Yeah, in the in the Archie comics, um, specifically Eggman. Uh, I should I should mention in the Archie comics there are two different Robotniks because for the first <laughs> fifty issues, for the first fifty issues they have the original Robotnik who we'll call Robotnik Prime, and uh, he gets defeated in issue fifty. Sonic actually like defeats him once and for all. Uh, I can't remember if he killed him or if he sent him to another dimension or something, but uh, he, he was eliminated. Like, he was finally okay. done. He, he was gone from the comics. And then when Sonic Adventure came out, you know, Eggman was, was had his new jacket and he was all updated and they wanted to bring him back to the comics. They wanted to bring back uh, Robotnik, but they didn't want to bring back the original Robotnik because they had such a big arc in issue 50. So... Um, they bring back an alternate dimension Robotnik who comes into Sonic's normal dimension to take it over. And he goes by Eggman because that's what was going on in the comics at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I haven't read it in a long time. It's been I used to read them all the time in high school. But the way I remember it was he specifically designed a computer robot android daughter named Mecca. <laughs> and, and it's M for short. <laughs> and and basically she looks like she comes right out of an 80s cyberpunk movie. Oh my god, yeah, I'm looking at this now on like the Sonic or on the Archie Sonic wiki. It's wild. <laughs> it's it's Mecha Robotnik and she's got these big terminator shades, this short haircut, this silver like not biker's jacket, but silver like again, it's cyberpunk outfit. I that's the best way I can describe it. And um, she was just the sort of loyal henchman who did things for Robotnik and and was enforcing his will and taking out the freedom fighters and every now and then. And uh, I think the story ended with her having to self-destruct. I don't know if it was by her choice or by Robotnik's choice, but uh, it, it wasn't a loving relationship. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was more just, uh, you know, this is my pride and joy, my daughter, and she's going to get you, Sonic. And, <laughs> And that was pretty much it. <laughs> it's really okay. When you were talking about that before, I was picturing like a metal Sonic type character, maybe that looked like Amy or something. But this is just a human being robot, like a Terminator, yeah. which is just, ugh, it's just so <laughs> weird. Just like Sonic versus human robots. And ugh, I don't know. I know a lot of people <laughs> feel like that's where sonic sort of went wrong is when they're like let's introduce real people besides uh eggman like let's have this princess character and let's just have sonic walking around the real world which is interesting now that we've got 
this new Mario game coming out that is drawing a lot of comparisons to things like Sonic 06. Yeah. It's definitely jarring because, like, I remember growing up as a kid, everyone knew him as Robotnik. Nobody knew him as Eggman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was just about Sonic being in the planet Mobius, running through loop-de-loops and stuff. And then you look at anything from 1998 onwards, and there's people, and there's cutscenes, and there's extra playable characters. They start introducing things like Big the Cat and E-102 Gamma and... and uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, of course, and just all of these things that don't look like the old Sega Genesis games that people grew up with. Like, I have friends who don't play Sonic games, and when I tell them about the Sonic games that I'm playing at the moment, it's like, oh, Sonic turns into a werewolf in this one. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he gets zapped by lightning, he gets zapped by Eggman's machine, and he turns into a werewolf at night. That, that's really the game. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, that's... That's weird. And I'm like, and then you run around real life places that are based off of like Italy and, and Greece. And you, you talk to like this guy named Professor Pickle. And they're like, I, th I thought this was about what? <laughs> so it, it's it's the series takes weird tone shifts. I, I like I kind of like where they are right now, where they're just kind of straying away from the human aspect a lot. You know, they haven't really shown the president or the gun troops or any of that stuff in a long, long time. And now it's just more animals are being transformed into robots. Maybe Eggman has some dastardly scheme involving some kind of magical monster. But uh, it's mostly about Sonic, his friends and them stopping Eggman now. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, like, if they just really go back to, like, the basics for um, for Sonic Mania or if they, like, try to give Eggman, like, any other... I don't know, motivation or anything. It's like he doesn't really need one, right? Like he just comes from this era in games where that's his role. It's just this weird mad scientist, uh, grandpa, dad guy who's just like, I'm going to make some machines to take over the world and I'm going to power them with animals <laughs> for some reason. Um, so <laughs> it, like because Sonic Mania seems to be going back to a lot of really traditional stuff, like maybe they'll just really, really scale back on all that too. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like the idea of Eggman treating some of his robots like they're his children, though, because mm -hmm. uh, in Sonic Adventure, uh, there's this one playable character known as Gamma. And you start he, he, he was originally a pink bird who had a pink who had a uh, bird family. Mm -hmm. And um, but when Eggman captures the bird, he transforms it into this E-series robot who is reborn as Gamma. So you start off like literally birthed and Eggman's talking to you through a view screen and he's telling you about your objective and what you're supposed to do. And he makes him go do a training session where he fights a whole bunch of stuffed Sonic and Knuckles dolls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, then this big test is where he has to um, fight one of his brothers. He calls him his brother Beta. And the winner gets to serve aboard my ship. And uh, so he defeats Beta. And Eggman is so impressed and so amazed, like, oh, my God, Gamma, you really surprised me. There's more to you than meets the eye. And there's this great moment where um, Beta, he's, he, he gets in front of Gamma and he goes, oh, so you want to come along with us, eh? And then he sort of, like, nudges him and gives him, I guess, what I can only describe as a puppy dog look. <laughs> and, and Eggman goes, oh, OK, you little scamp. We could always use a, a spare set of parts, I guess. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, like, I think of, like, that relationship where Eggman sometimes treats his robots like they're, they're his kids. And they're just mm -hmm. like, oh, you did so good. I'm so proud of you. And, oh, OK, you can join the egg carrier, you little scamp, you know. <laughs> and then it, 
And then at other times he gets mad at them and loses his mind whenever they make fun of him mm-hmm. like he does with Orbot and Cubot and in all the future games and stuff. And because uh, that's all he has, because like he doesn't have anybody in his life but these robots. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, um, I think maybe that's a good place to wrap up. Is there anything else that you wanted to to mention that we haven't hit on? Um, nothing in particular I can think of. Cool. Well, um, <laughs> no, yeah, that's it's good. Um, yeah, I um, like I said, I'll be interested to see like how they do the character in the new Sonic game, and I'm still just like I don't know. When you were talking about that, I was just thinking again about the idea of just being like a game where you're like an Eggman robot or like a, a whole game where you're Metal Sonic and you're just like either, um, you know, working for Eggman or just like turning against him and he's just like furious at you. Um, yeah, that was one of my favorite things about Sonic Adventure 2 was that Eggman was actually a playable character in that game. And you mm-hmm. actually got to sort of see things from his perspective where, you know, there's a cutscene where he's learning about how Shadow robs a bank and he just turns on the news and... <laughs> You see him scratch his ass while he's watching the show. <laughs> and, I, and there's this one game I really love from the Mega Man franchise that's called uh, The Misadventures of Tron Bon. And it's about this girl pirate who assembles all these machines. And she has like 50 of, or 30 rather of or no, it's 40. <laughs> she has 40 of these little minions known as serve bots. And she like robs banks in that game. She uh, she goes to like these ancient ruins to dig archaeological finds and find all that stuff and sell it for money and stuff. And I, I was just thinking of like a game where like if Eggman had a game where he utilized his robots and robbed banks or, or just performed all of these crazy feats, that, like that would be great for the Sonic universe, especially because like Eggman is always consistently a, a lot of the, the fans favorite character. Like he mm-hmm. always has some of the greatest lines. He's always a part of the best cut scenes. And, um, Mike Pollock, the voice actor for Eggman, has been since 2005, does such a good job playing him that we kind of want just to see more Eggman. It would be great to have Eggman have his own adventure. So mm-hmm. I'd yeah. definitely be on board for that. Yeah, just like a bank robberies slash like theme park building sim would be Ooh. really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh, well, fingers crossed. Um Thank you so much for being on. This was it was super fun. Um, I can't think of anyone that would be more qualified to to talk about this character. So <laughs> I'm a big Sonic nerd, but uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no problem. It was fun too. Cool. And uh, if people want to find um, your videos, uh, what's your YouTube? Uh, my YouTube is YouTube.com/slash/ClementJ64. Uh, I just play a whole bunch of Sonic games. I do let's plays of other games as well. Uh, nothing too crazy. It's just, you know, it's my little hobby away from work and stuff. So if you like it, feel free to subscribe. And if you don't, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, yeah, well, thanks again. And, um, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Alrighty. Bye kiddos. Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Dad Feelings is a part of Stay Me, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Say Me at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album Foil Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuis for letting us use it. Please mention us on Twitter 
We're at Dad Feeling and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.